Right, Bush and Richie here with a very special, I would say, incentivised Friday podcast. Very much so. Uh, well, it's incentivised if you want a tea towel. If you're not interested in tea towels, uh, might as well knock it on the head here. <laughs> yes, maybe not much maybe we'll to catch it. up next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the podcast of Friday's show, but in the midst of it will be a little Easter egg for you to listen out for uh, that will win you a brand new home time oversized tea towel. Obviously, there was a lot of uh, furore and attention on the twelve thousand pounds that we gave away on Absolute Radio on Friday on this show, uh, but I think the real winner is imagine getting your hands on one of the first given away via the podcast tea towels show merch for twenty nineteen when you. Hear Hear Richie do his very specific tea towel phrase. Drop us an email, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Tell us what that phrase is. Entries will close at the beginning of Monday's live show and then a winner will be drawn at random and that lucky person will win a tea towel. Home time with Bush and Richie. It is a Friday and it is good to have your company. It's good that it's a Friday. It is good to have their company, but it's good that it's a Friday. We've made it. Yay. Made it to the end of our first big technical week of being across all the absolute radio stations and people being able to choose whatever music they want to accompany our nonsense. Yeah, I'm, I've... I feel overall uh, we haven't broken anything so far. We had a bit of a something did break a little bit on the Tuesday. Yeah, it's a bit of quietness. But I think we're all right. I think we've. I think we've made. I, right. I, I want to reward ourselves with a fantastic weekend. Oh, do you know what? We, I, I already know what we're doing this weekend. Having a carvery. Oh, nice. Where are you going? No, just at home. But having a carvery is going to be absolutely lush. How do you have a carvery at home? Well, you. Uh, we have. I think probably go for beef. Uh, all the trimmings. No, make sure I set the table out. <laughs> yeah, and all no, that no, kind no, of stuff. no. I'm, I'm not quibbling. Let's define carvery. I'm not quibbling. You know what you're going to eat. Yeah. So obviously, carvery. You'd have a choice between. Beef. You'd have a choice between beef, beef or pork or pork or lamb, chicken, lamb, or chicken lamb. As well. yeah, 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 yeah. I get all that. Yeah. But you, that, that's got to be out and about. What, so you're saying that the, the technical term carvery only applies if I'm outside of my own house and I'm eating it? It's ridiculous. This, this is a bigger subject than I thought it would be. Um, I'm steadfast on it. I'm not for budging. I'm coming back to it. Bush has got some very decadent uh, weekend lined up. He said to us earlier that he's having an at-home carvery. What's your problem? <laughs> so we've uh, ten minutes ago we defined what a carvery was. For you to have a carvery at home, then yeah. Katie, your other half, mm-hmm. or indeed yourself if you have prepared it, but it doesn't matter who, somebody, that means, will have had to have prepared <laughs> roast lamb, roast beef, roast pork, roast chicken, and then have plated it all up and for the rest of your household to walk through the kitchen <laughs> and say to that person, I'd like some of that, please. Because if that's not what is going on, it's not a carvery, I put it to you that what you're having is merely a roast. I think you're selling a short. Are you going to be suggesting next that I'm going to need overhead hot lighting just to keep it all warm? <laughs> yeah, and hot plates, definitely. But, but the act, what do you do, right? What do you do, let's imagine Christmas Day, for example, what do you do in the act of cutting meat at a table in front of people? What's that called? Carving. There you go. Well, no, I'm carving. Going be, I'm going to be carving in my own carvery <laughs> yeah, this weekend. absolute rubbish. We're not getting anywhere with this. It's childish, if anything. 
Friday's home time, Bush and Richie. Uh, what a week it's been. What a week it's been, partially also because we finally got out our home time merchandise. Now, we mentioned this the other day. Uh, the tea towels look great. They've caused a bit of friction within the building. We've discussed that. But they do look good. Uh, and we've had a couple of messages from podcast listeners who we very much love, have a very special place in our hearts, asking whether uh, the tea towels are going to be available to be won by our podcasting mob. Uh, it would be remiss of us if that wasn't the case. So, uh, this show is obviously going to be podcast. Uh, if you listen to the podcast of today's show, uh, there is going to be a little hidden Easter egg for you to listen out for. If you hear that hidden Easter egg, tell us what it was and uh, email us over the weekend. <laughs> He's it's... just been practising it during the song. It sounds good. <laughs> it obviously applies to tea towels. You'll know it when you hear it. You, okay? know, you know when you hear it. Then email us over the weekend, hometime at absolute radio.co.uk one lucky person on Monday will be winning a home time tea towel uh, and if you heard yesterday's show you can either dry your dishes with it or sleep in it as a duvet because it's massive I'm very up for the weekend I'm very up for the weekend and I'm excited about your weekend Richie because I'm about to make a recommendation for you TV wise oh, okay. that's going to change your life have you got um, anything at the moment that you're in the middle of watching no uh, in fairness given up on uh, final season of House of Cards so very much in the market for a new show so I have just the show for you it's uh, the best thing I've seen on TV in years right it's a crime drama called Unbelievable okay starring Tony Collette okay it is unbelievably good it's based on a true story ah now you had me a true story. Love, love a, love a true, true story true thing. True story thing. Uh, and, and honestly, it's about uh, a series of crimes in America. I don't want to give too much away, but um, a girl has a crime happen to her, uh, reports it, and doesn't get believed by the police and all this. kind. there's a sequence of events after it. But uh, I think you can tell a good TV series or movie because... Uh, you end up getting off the train still watching it on your phone, which is what I've been doing. <laughs> I've been walking along and watching my phone. I, I literally cannot get over how good it is. It's a good point that you can't... When you can't put it down... Yep. then you know it's good. But equally, if you are not the person who... If you're someone watching someone walking along that, you do look at them and think, what an idiot. I know, I know, I've done that to other people. <laughs> Can you not just stop watching telly whilst you're walking down the train station platform? It's dangerous. OK, it's a good picture. Unbelievable, yeah? Unbelievable. It is a brilliant thing, but, but I have one issue with it. OK. There's, I've got one reservation. Let's, let's put a song on, and then I will, I will give you, for full disclosure, my problem with it. Home time with Bush and Ritchie. Friday afternoon, up for the weekend, and now all of us have got a, a, a new TV show to, uh, to watch thanks to uh, Bush's recommendation. So unbelievable, apart from this this one aspect of it that you've got a problem with. Yeah, so go, go and watch your Netflix. It's brilliant, but just be warned. Uh, you remember we did a thing on Home Time a few weeks ago where we were listing things that, despite the advances of technology, they still can't make them look realistic. I in do, TV yes. And film. Yeah. For example, uh, despite how good CGI is, they can't um, naturally superimpose someone's face on an old family photo. Yep. Does look right. No. Nope. Uh, another one to add to that list is in is in unbelievable. Unfortunately, no matter how far the tech has gone these days, 2019, they can't make a fictional web browser look right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're trying to. They're, if she's on her phone a couple of times, and they're doing searching when they're back in the office trying to solve this crime. So they bring up their fictional web browser. Yeah. And it's called, like, Zwang or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Because they can't do Bing, they can't do Yahoo or Google or whatever. Well, that's it. It's like, it's like when you go to sort of, like, some kind of weekend hooky market on an old airfield. Yeah. And you're buying, you're buying <laughs> brands that are just not quite right. So, like, you might have, like, a, a web browser called Woggle or something <laughs> or other. A web browser just, called... Yeah. I'd love to use a web browser I think it's what Woggle. the scouts use. That's what it is. It's the scout. Uh, uh, invented by Sir Baden-Powell. <laughs> 
I've not been able to move away from uh, what we were talking about before five, uh, which, uh, if you've just joined us, was this brand new TV show that Bush is really into called Unbelievable. But you were pointing out that another one of the things that telly can never quite get right in the fictional world, in this case, is web browsers. Yeah, and you you did come up with your own fictional <laughs> web browser called Woggle. <laughs> <laughs> Which then realised sounded a little bit like what what the scouts might use to. I like it. That. I genuinely, I really like it. But I haven't, I haven't been able to move on in my head from it. I would add to the list, and maybe this is because I love my transport. But trains, they never get it right. Yeah. Whether it is a Hollywood blockbuster or whether it's the bill, not that that's on anymore. But like, always, 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 I will watch it. And they say, oh, this is probably really niche, but I'm watching it thinking, they wouldn't have that stock on that line. It's down to the actual technicalities of the train itself. Absolutely. But I remember there was a huge brouhaha about one of the James Bonds. It was the, it was one of the recent ones, but one of the last two, and there was a big section where he was on a chase through London and went down onto the tubes at Westminster, and he was heading on a train on a line that was w- would not have... So, like when you, I'm going to sound like such a nerd. Is, I'm here. sure. No, it's fine. No, I, seriously. He he got. You know, like when you get on the tube in London, some of them are like really dinky ones, and yeah. some of them are big ones. Yeah, yeah. He was on a line that should have had a dinky, and he was on a big. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought he he couldn't have got to the stop he got off at. at or, or, even I on think that it train. was that too. Yeah, it was absurd. So his name or the name of the people who made that film must be mud on your train forums. Barbara Broccoli, take a look at yourself. Friday's home time. It's Bush and Richie. Have we got a bonus for you tonight? Absolute Radio. £12,000 are £12K payday. Someone will be walking away with it before tonight's show ends. Text the word WIN to 81215 for it to have a chance of being you. Do you know what I would spend the £12,000 on? Far away. I've got my phone out here. I'm trying to work it out on a calculator. <laughs> uh, I am a, a completely addicted to Ginster's pasties. <laughs> as, a, as, as a child who's uh, spent a lot of time in Devon, fine. Yeah, honestly, I absolutely love them. And my favourite meal is Ginster's pasty, bread and butter, baked beans. Okay. But you have to do it in the oven. You know you can do them in the microwave, which is I'm just fine. checking so you're not spreading the butter on the pasty. No, no, that would be... It's on the butter. That was on the bread. Uh, the work of Satan. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, I, I just absolutely love them. And I like the idea of, like, knowing that you've got a, a thing a day for the rest of your life. Right. So they're a pound each, these pasties. Mm-hmm. So, but I can't really... I know that's 12,000... That'd be 12,000 pasties, It right? would be 12,000 pasties. That's a big chest freezer. But how do I work out in terms of the rest of my life? Is that 12,000 days? Well, you can't work that out because you don't know how long you're going to live for. You could get run over by the number 12 tomorrow. That's a good point. So it might be loads of pasties in a short period of time or I coast right through to my 90s, pasty a day. What a way to go. All I'd suggest is that you get texting 81215, the word win, otherwise you won't be able to do it. Think about the pasties. The Absolute Radio. £12,000 payday. Takes cost £2 plus your standard network rate. Online entry and terms at absoluteradio.co.uk. You must be over 18 to play. Lines close at 6 o'clock tonight. We're playing across the Absolute Radio network. You were trying to work out earlier yeah. how many passes you could have for the rest of your life, but what you couldn't work out was how long you're going to live for. £12,000 up for grabs today on our competition giveaway. Uh, pasties are a quid each. I'm obsessed with pasties. What does that mean in terms of my life? I would say most people might take 70 as like an average, and anything you get past 70, well, that's grand. Yeah. All right? So let's go 12,000 divided by... 
365 days in a year. So that's 32. Or did I say 33 to round it up? Well, that's 33 years. That means if I was to win today, (laughs) I can't enter this, so this is ideas for you lot, you can have a pasty a day for 33 years. So you're into your mid-70s before you open that big chest freezer and go, oh, no, oh. <laughs> a pasty. But say I live, I mean, let's just say, God, God willing, I live to 80, 85. Mm-hmm. That's still 15 years without pasties on the other side of it. And well, I, you'd hopefully you'd won another text competition by then. <laughs> Good point, let's see what happens. Oh, I've washed the dishes! Uh, it's been much talk this week about my keratin horn. Thank you for all the uh, concern that has been uh, shown. Um, one of the aspects of it that um, that has thrown me somewhat, and if you work in a doctor's, I'd love to hear from you. I, do you think there is such a thing as a doctor's waiting room playlist? Because while I was waiting to be called uh, to have my horn checked over, uh, (laughs) the songs that I heard while I was waiting, first of all, off of the 90s, The Wonder Stuff, Size of a Cow, and I thought to myself, huh, good song. Um, Then, it was uh, The Four Tops and uh, Reach Out, I'll be there. And I'm thinking to myself, is this a doctor's waiting room playlist? When I look back, size of a cow could be, oi, get healthy, stay thin. Oh, right. So I, I was wondering where the cow bit was going to go, but you, you think someone getting a warning about um, eating too much junk food. If you sit in a doctor's waiting room, everywhere there's signs about healthy eating. Yes. And, you know, here's what your portion size is, so be and that kind of thing. So why not, subliminally, while you're waiting, play size of a cow? Perfect. And then reach out, I'll be there. They're always plugging the old 111 number. Yeah. You know, don't call 999, call 111. It'll give you advice. You know, saves clogging up A&E and all that kind of stuff. And maybe it was another subliminal, hey, the doctor's always there. So, is there such a thing as a doctor's waiting list? And if so, what else should be on it? So come on, then let's have your suggestions. Maybe doctor's surgeries might end up paying us a premium if we can put this together for them. we're always trying to make money on home time. Tweet us! Bush and Ritchie here with a very on and off weather-wise Friday. We don't know whether we're coming or going, but what we do know is, hopefully, that the music is above the average. We're taking that? I'd, I'd say very much so. Um, you lot are also sorting music out for the doctor's waiting room. Oh, yeah, this is going off, isn't it? Really going in big time on the uh, the doctor's waiting room playlist after uh, I was in the doctor's uh, earlier for uh, just looking at the uh, the keratin horn, which uh, carries on on the front of the face. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was playing uh, Wonder Stuff, Size of a Cow, and the Four Tops, I'll Be There. Was wondering if it was some kind of like subliminally programmed doctor's waiting list. Plenty coming in. Uh, Perry says Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. Uh, Adam is going with anything by Collapsed Lung, which I think... Thank you very much. <laughs> it's just a little You want to be, keep people on, in a good mood in these situations. Yeah. Uh, Nate uh, says Doctor in the Tardiffs by the KLF. <laughs> uh, downward on Twitter, which is quite some handle. Uh, Skunk and Nancy and Weak. Uh, Sia and Reaper, says Steve. <laughs> Come okay. on, guys. You know, let's try and be a little bit up-tempo. No doctor's going to take this playlist if we present it to them. Keep them coming. You can tweet us. At Absolute Radio. 
Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. I think we're getting a little bit closer to some better songs for the Doctor's Waiting Room playlist that we're trying to put together this afternoon. This could be big money for Rich and I if we sell this on to all the doctor's surgeries around the United Kingdom. Some people still aren't getting it. Uh, Joe says, our doctors just play Radio Shropshire. (laughs) But if I had the choice, I'd go for some nice meditation music. Not exactly what we're after, Joe. We want songs that have got something to do with the medical experience. Exactly. Like this, uh, Roxette, Listen to Your Heart. That's good. That is not bad, is it? Uh, that's what the doctor's going to do. Yeah. They always have a little listen. Um, Kelly says, the kinks, tired of waiting for you. Bit of a joke on the receptionist there. Very good receptionist one as well here. Uh, Simple Minds, don't you forget about me. Ah, oh, and then BFC says, uh, what about Coldplay and Fix You? Nice. Nice, what a lovely end. Final hour of Friday's Home Time, it's Bush and Richie. Uh, can I get a bit of advice from you? Oh, always. I was sat in the cafe yesterday morning and I saw the weirdest thing. There was a, a woman and a fella having a conversation. Uh, they were outside, so there was the glass window between us. Uh, and she had her back to me. Mm-hmm. And I could tell that she had uh, the label of her cardigan still attached. So what, the, as in sort of like the washing label? Uh, no, the actual price. Oh, so just bought it? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. So she had the price still <laughs> attached. Um, and I thought to myself, is that... Is that something you go over and say to someone, tap on the shoulder, you, have, you know, you've still got your label on? I've got strong views on this. Um, I think in the scenario that you've just said, being that you saw them through a shop window... Through a little window. I was in the, I was in the cafe, they were sitting on the seats oh. out the front. Okay. Because if I'd have gone in there, outside, that would have <laughs> been weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, if you'd in. gone in there, I would have said, no, don't do that, because you would have come out with a, a smack of something. Delivered, delivered the news with my hands <laughs> on my hips. <laughs> I'm so sorry to I've tell just you. had to come in here and point this out. But do you know what? People might disagree here. Because you were in the cafe, and you're just gazing out the window, it's a normal thing to do. Yeah. If you'd just settled up at the cafe till, and then you walked out, and you just leant over very discreetly and said... <laughs> I'm ever so sorry, but your label is still showing. I think I think that's fine. I think the fellow would have knocked me clean out. <laughs> he would have knocked me out. It's weird. I, I, it's the kind of person I am. I would never. I would never even say anything like that. Even if you came in, we've had this before, haven't we? Where you've come in with something on your your person. Yes. And I've not mentioned it. No, you haven't. No. And I think you've All done right, the I'll, same for me. I'll rephrase it. I'll rephrase it. Maybe you walk out and you just go. I'm really sorry. Uh, I've just been sat in the cafe and I couldn't help but notice, but your the, the price thing's just hanging out of your... Um, you probably didn't realise. But do it whilst you're on the move. No, see, so, he's still knocking me out. OK. The bloke's still knocking me out with that. Home time with Bush and Ritchie. It's a Friday afternoon. Good to have your company. We've just got into this a little bit as things are going on, talking about the intricacies of when it's socially acceptable to point out to a stranger that they've got something wrong going on, whether it's the label still stuck to the back of a stranger woman's cardigan that I had in a cafe yesterday or other things. Uh, what, what about stuff on a tooth? If someone's talking... If, you, if you're having a conversation with me, um, but I've got maybe uh, a bit of olive um, <laughs> stuck in a gum or something or other, do you then say to me, mate, I'm really sorry, I think you've got um, that bit there? No, I, I couldn't. I don't think I could do it. Really? Yeah, it's really weird. It's a little bit like me leaning over if you were talking and just straightening your collar for you. or something. It's just like a... I don't know if I could do that. That's not something I'd want you to do. I think the straightening of the collar is something that is very much in the remits of a relationship. That's a good point. So <laughs> I, there you go. I shouldn't have. I would not have crossed that. So line. is that the ruling? Is it if going back to the label with the lady, yeah. or the lady with the label, lady with the label? Is it only if you are in a relationship can you say that's coming out of the back of his? 
back of your top there. Yeah, I think maybe that's it. Maybe that's the one. Like, for example, I think we had a meeting the other day with someone and they had a big somebody else's hair on the back of their jumper. Yeah. And I felt like leaning over and pulling that hair off. But that's only something you do with your partner. Only if you're sleeping with them. <laughs> uh, this weekend, I will be doing a long drive for the first time in my new car. Oh. Uh, and it's, uh, I, I, I took delivery of this car, right, um, midweek. And I haven't had the chance to drive it since. Just the way, just the way life is. It's been busy. busy. It? Yeah. But this Sunday, drive down to Bournemouth and back. I <laughs> there's every chance that like traffic bulletins uh, across the UK will be charting the success of me as I as I <sighs> nurse this car down the mo- <laughs> down the motorway for the first. You know when you've got something brand new yes. and you want to. Basically, my point is you're you're just trying to keep it new as long as you can. So you mean avoid any kind of scuffs and bumps and stuff like that. Avoiding as well. the scuffs and bumps. To be quite frank, avoiding muddy puddles. To be quite frank, avoiding driving while a lorry in front that is going to put spray on your screen that means you have to put your wipers on and then it means that suddenly it doesn't look so dirty it doesn't look so new it's just that I, I just I, I'd rather not drive it I'd rather I think I'd rather leave it on the driveway looking good I can tell you one thing though you're not going to get any trouble from any other motorists in terms of road rage because why you look like a dealer <laughs> Just because it's a black gold. He has got... Does not... Has he got tinted... I'm sure he's got tinted windows. He's got rear-tinted windows, yeah. It's a dealer. <laughs> I'm not a dealer. Dealers do not go to Fleet Services southbound. That's a good point. Uh, right, if you do see him on the motorway, just give him a wide berth. Like I said, you never quite know. Tinted windows. Uh, on the way next, on this show, we're going to try... Please pick up the phone and give away £12,000. Could it be you? Home time with Bush and Richie. Right, exciting times. Very exciting times for one person right now. £12,000 could be coming their way. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? Imagine that on a Friday, just getting a, a, a curveball £12,000 out of the blue. Sadly for you and me, it is mere imagination, but we're about to try and make it happen for real for somebody. Come on, then. Right, let's do this. Let's hit dial. Be in. <laughs> be in and be near your phone. We're not PPI. Can't possibly be anymore. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Hey, it's Bush and Richie here at Absolute Radio. Who's this? Uh, Sophie. Hello, Prison. Sophie. Sophie, how's your Friday been so far? Yeah, it's been really good, thank you. Been all right. Yeah, ours has been all right. What have you been doing with your Friday? Uh, just working as normal. <laughs> Job-wise, what do you do? Uh, I work for a dog manufacturers. A dog manufacturers? Yeah, so we um, supply raw dog food. Oh, I thought you said actual dogs. I was wondering how that happened. <laughs> I tell you what, if, if, it, if it turned out because of this phone call, dogs weren't actually real, I'd be so annoyed. <laughs> um, Sophie, whilst you were at work, did you enter anything today? Yes, I did. What did you enter? The £12,000 cash. <laughs> yeah, you've really got the name down there, Sophie. <laughs> and if you and if you were to win, uh, what would you spend the money on? Just hypothetically. Um, well, we'd love to get our extension done, so um, that would be amazing. Wow, they are pricey. Extensions. They are pricey, aren't they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, consider this phone call twelve thousand pounds towards the extension, Sophie. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! It's happening. Thank you so much. <laughs> what a way to Thank start the so weekend! Much. You have won yeah, twelve thousand pounds. Thank you so much. What kind of extension are you going to go for, just so Richie and I know in our minds? 
uh, it's like an open plan kitchen diner. Oh, oh love that. Central unit. Yeah. Central unit. Um, possibly, possibly. Do us one favour, bearing in mind that it's us that's giving you the money, please get, yeah. one, get one of them taps where it's instant hot water, just for me and Richie. <laughs> I know, I've seen them, I've seen them. <laughs> get that extension done, we'll come and open it, do a live home time. Yes! Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Who's going to win the tea towel then, huh? Huh? Yeah. Who's it going to be? I mean, they're, they're, they're going to be lucky. It's a hell of a thing. <laughs> It is a hell of a thing. Uh, we've not stress tested yet, so we don't know how it dries. We don't over know how the weekend, it over the weekend, I am going to actually use it to wash up because I don't have a dishwasher. Okay, well, this is this is perfect. Well, we'll get you a review next week. <laughs> wait, can't wait for that one. Thank you for listening. The podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course, it won't be for everyone, so they can stick it up their bum. Thank you for listening, the podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course it won't be for everyone, so stick it up your bum.